Hi, and welcome to Broken Wheel, a blog and podcast taking an in-depth look at the Bible. I'm your author and host, Hunter Carl. Today, we're looking at Ecclesiastes 2, 7b through verse 8. I had also great possessions of herds and flocks, more than any who had been before me in Jerusalem. I also gathered for myself silver and gold and the treasure of kings and provinces. I got singers, both men and women, and many concubines, the delight of the sons of man. Verses 7 and 8 might be the worst side of Solomon in the entire book. It's also the epitome of honesty. Put yourself in his shoes. He was given wisdom by God, used it to examine this life, and found nothing worthwhile. You might find yourself reaching out for some Novocaine as well. What does Solomon choose to possess as king? All the food, money, and entertainment he'd get his hands on. More than any other king of Israel before him, and possibly after. Now, describing livestock as food doesn't paint a full picture. Their businesses, clothes, milk, labor, and sacrifices give up the firstborn, not even a loss for a man who had so much. It gives the impression that Solomon could feast at any time he wanted. He also had money in abundance. We don't really get an insight as to where this comes from, but a king only has a few avenues to grow his wealth, taxes, commerce, and war. We know David had filled the coffers with the wealth of nearby nations. Solomon increased this wealth with favorable trades and taxing his people. For what purpose did he use this wealth? Well, some of it went to the temple and his other projects, like the gardens and vineyards, but some of it definitely went to his own expenses, which were extravagant. Remember the description of Solomon's house? That definitely wasn't free. All of the singers mentioned, whether he bought them or had them on retainer, isn't clear. Also, what about the one piece of Bible truth we all know about Solomon, his 700 wives and 300 concubines? That's a thousand people to feed, clothe, and shelter, without even getting to his children, servants, and army. To put it mildly, Solomon might have done a lot for his people, but he was definitely getting a slice of the pie. Now, what in the world is the lesson for us? This all feels completely unrelatable, since the majority of us will never experience wealth and possessions of this magnitude, right? In a certain sense, we do, but that's definitely debatable. No matter what you own, do things provide freedom? That's the lesson Solomon learned here as well, to the nth degree. There was no feasting, wealth, or ladies that could make his life worthwhile. It didn't lurk in the good things, and it certainly wasn't in the bad things either. What do we do today? Well, we're just as dumb as Solomon. Should we binge three hours of Netflix? Maybe. It kind of depends on how many hours we binged before, and what we could do around the house to make our spouse feel loved. Rest is good, but only when it focuses us to love others. Too much of the good life, sometimes known as laziness, leads to suffering. If you liked what you heard today, visit brokenwheel.substack.com and sign up to get this podcast and blog post sent to your email. The podcast is also available on iTunes and Spotify. Please rate and review us there. If you want more of my writing, visit the About page of my website to read short stories I've recently published in journals, such as the Blue Mountain Review. Thanks, and have a great rest of your day.